This is Outspoken, the podcast that's not afraid to say exactly what you're thinking. Our names are Amy, Kate and Sophie Torber. We're identical triplets, but we often don't have identical opinions. So sometimes things can get heated. Outspoken covers all things reality TV, influencers, entertainment and issues facing women. That is so fetch. Thank you. On today's show, we are joined by identical twins, Claire and Jesse Stevens. You may know the sisters from their smart and funny takes on reality TV or their roles as executive editors at Mamma Mia. Together, they have their own podcast called Cancelled, which topped the charts on release. Jesse is also the author of best-selling book Heartsick and co-host of Mamma Mia Out Loud and True Crime Conversations. We are so thrilled to have Claire and Jesse on our podcast. Let's get into the chat. Officially, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you both on. Thank, Thank you for having us both. <laughs> this is Jessie's voice, that's Claire's voice, but I think your listeners are probably really good at deciphering very um, minor changes in someone's voice. So I think yes. that they'll they'll get onto it quickly. <laughs> I know because we've been having a bit of a laugh with you guys off mic about how this is going to be a complete head fuck for people listening because people say we sound the same, people think you guys sound the same. I think it's a little bit unfair. I can tell you guys apart. Oh, I think good. so too. And like I reckon if you listen very closely, like I reckon Hamish and Andy sound the same. Yeah. But you yeah. just kind of get the roles that people play and the tone of their voice and, you know, try and use Claire and I have been told in in our podcast cancelled to try and use names all the time. So I'll be like, what do you think, Claire? And Claire's like, <laughs> I think this, Jesse. And apparently, I don't know, we've got to do more of that. That's our feedback. <laughs> oh, same. I actually think you guys look different as well. I don't know if it's because I first saw Jesse in Mamma Mia out loud and then I've seen you next Claire because I feel like if you meet one person first you kind of get to know them individually and then Mm. you're like oh they do Mm. look different (laughs) yeah I think so I also have a theory that twins and triplets are really good at noticing differences because they've (laughs) had to notice them their whole lives so I have um you know, bunch of friends who are identical twins are, you know, the twins that are in Justice Crew or were in Justice Crew, John and Len, and now oh, one of them yeah. is a Wiggle. Anyway, <laughs> they're kind of friends of ours. And as soon as I saw them, I was like, you guys aren't even alive. I can tell you apart <laughs> from a mile away. And it's because we, since we were born, we've had to say to people, I'm this many centimetres taller and Claire's the one with the shorter hair and, like, you've got to always point that out, which is annoying but helpful. Mm. I don't know if it's, like, the same with you guys, but I feel like it's always something that's not, like, an unflattering thing that people point out. Like, no offence, Sophie, but for some reason, Sophie used to have a birthmark on her face and it's always like, oh, which one's got the birthmark and really yes. focus on And it gives yes. you, like, this complex mm. about it. Yes. I remember I remember somebody um somebody telling me like oh you've got the bigger nose. Oh. And I'm like I don't you know what? It's fine. You can think that, you don't have to say it. Oh. And, and they like, say to me it's it's the new one. It's it's not new, it's kind of been our whole lives, but maybe I'm just feeling sensitive like post COVID. But it's like, <laughs> Oh Jesse, you're just bigger. Like you're just the bigger one. Oh. And I'm like I, I'm taller, I weigh more, like, but must we call a woman bigger? Like, is that <laughs> the kindest thing you can say? Oh, I've I know, I think that taller, one too. 
<laughs> yeah, we've definitely copped that. And it's like, um, I remember we were in a newspaper article because it seems like if you're a multiple birth, you always seems to be in the news for some yeah. random yeah. reason. And I remember there was this comment where this dickhead guy was discussing who he thought was the, the best looking one. No, no, he was voting who was more fuckable. Oh, sorry. Language. Well, yeah. I was just oh, trying to keep it PG. God. And it's like, really? Kate's bringing this up because she was the most, oh, voted the most no. fuckable <laughs> by this guy. So, I mean, I, I don't want to say She's anything, like, but... Um, no, I, I wasn't going to say that, Sophie, but yeah. That's all right. Thanks for that <laughs> humble brag. Um, <laughs> yes, it's it's so lovely that some deranged man on the internet yeah. finds you the most <laughs> desirable. Okay, so can you... It's so true. We get that, like, even at, at school, you know, Claire and I were very competitive and it was always whoever got, you know, the less, the worst mark by one. It was like, oh, and we found the dumb twins. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I still got 90. And it's like, nope, you are dumb. I've got to ask, though, with your, uh, I mean, we call them TER scores. I don't know if they're... Well, they're ATAR scores. ATAR. Now. I don't know if that's the word in Sydney, but basically your year 12 results we actually all got in one percent of each other how close oh were you guys i mean i don't want to bring up who was the dumber one or no I'm just you're both smart <laughs> yeah you're both very intelligent no we um, were we got within 0.01 oh my oh, god wow. oh, wow. no no jesse 0.2 is that you got 0.5 it's funny that you would bring that up claire because i was just gonna ask who who got the higher mark can you remember claire who got the higher mark? You're so annoying. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I feel like it's not just multiples because my boyfriend, when we first met and we, we were just friends at this stage, he told me that he beat my TER score and I found out that it was, in fact, not true and he was, like, 0.45 below me. And I'm like, what? Why would you lie about Isn't something it? like that? <laughs> it's not only since you've been engaged that you found out that you yeah. actually got more than him Jeez. as well. I've lost a lot of respect for him in the process. <laughs> oh, well, that changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This is a different relationship now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to ask you guys, talking about relationships, Jesse. you're obviously going out with Luca, who is Mia's son. I'm sure you're so sick of people reminding you this, but we find this <laughs> so fascinating because – it must like how did it all start if you're comfortable telling us because I feel like we know you now we just want the gossip and what is it like working <laughs> yeah, like, was... with your future mother-in-law look it's funny because when I first started like I'd been there for two years I think when Lucas started and to me it took a while for us we were friends first and then when I sort of started going, oh, I think I might like this person and had a sense that it might be reciprocated, I my concern wasn't that he was the boss's son. It was that he was younger than me. Like mm. that was the thing that to me was the big deal, which is so weird looking back because I'm like that was an enormous risk that I was very blind to. And then when we did start seeing each other, it did cause issues. I think that people all of a sudden – retroactively things that I'd been doing before like Mamma Mia out loud it was like oh she's only on that podcast because she's dating the boss's son and I was Mm. like but I did that before I even met him like Mm. it, it became as though everything that I was doing was because of this nepotism which really upset me because I had had nothing to do with media before and even getting a job in media had been so difficult and had taken such a long time So that was really upsetting. But I think I had this idea at the time and and Claire said it to me, you know, just put your head down and let the work speak for itself. And if you prove yourself, then 
and and you just work really hard and you do what you love, then you can sleep at night knowing that that's not the reason why you get certain opportunities or whatever, which I think was very true. And since, I mean, it's really funny because even this weekend, like um, Luca's brother is having his bar mitzvah. And so uh, I'll be with Mia all weekend and hanging out and like I'm saying a reading at the synagogue and it's like <laughs> this real family affair. And in that context, she doesn't feel like my boss. But then yeah. we're in a meeting yesterday and she is. So it's it's an interesting adjustment um, because I obviously feel probably more comfortable pushing back on her than mm. someone who doesn't see her nearly every day and text her all the time about, you know, a dog or a funny thing we saw on the internet. Um, but, so it is a bit of a, a funny relationship, but we've always been really open about it and she said, you know, the friendship and family, that's what what comes first. Um, and, you know, work work disagreements or whatever will come and go and that's fine. I think we just respect each other. So, yeah, it's been an interesting time though. <laughs> well, I definitely love hearing you guys on Mamma Mia with your little banter like back and forth. And I've got to say, I feel like Sophie is kind of in a similar situation to you because – so. This is Kate, by the way. I feel like I need yeah, introduce yourself, Kate. <laughs> yeah, um, so I used to work. So so Sophie's boyfriend, Brandon, he's five years younger than Soph. And he was actually my intern when I was working as a comms manager at a netball team. Oh, in, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was so funny because we were quite good friends, me and Brandon. And he's like, I think your sister's hot. And I was like, hmm, how do I take this? Because, you know, we, we kind of look the same. And I thought, oh, no, nah, there's nothing there. Anyway, so Brandon joined our mixed netball team. And then suddenly I just noticed that Sophie was interested. And, and it was a bit like you, Jesse. She was like, oh, you know, I'm not interested. He's too young, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. there was this connection there. Well, that, But that's the thing. I think there is such an unfair view on relationships between men and women where the woman is older. Like I, mm. I think I heard you recently speak about it on a podcast and it's just this mm. – awful stereotype that you're some sort of cougar or you know you're the dominant person in the relationship when it's just not true yeah it's uh, I had internalized that so much and to think that I nearly it's so hard to find your person and find someone that you love and that respects you and you have the same values and so hard to find that person and to think I nearly didn't even give it a go because I worried that people would look at an age gap is so ridiculous. Mm. And there are so many men or women or whatever who um, who kind of think about what it might look like from the outside and you just think all that matters is what the two of you are like on your lounge at 7pm on a Wednesday and no one else is in the room. And you know if it's right, you know if there's a maturity issue or if you're at different life stages you don't need the rest of the world to to kind of weigh in. Yeah, that's so true. I've got to ask you, Claire, I feel like for Amy, Sophie and I, when we all started dating boys, this was when our relationships with each other started to change and we started, I don't know, I feel like we started to get really angry and annoyed with each other because it was almost like our best friend had been taken away. I was wondering if you guys experienced that when you started dating yeah, definitely. When when we were sort of like probably 16, Jessie seemed to, she had a few kind of boyfriends in a row and I didn't. And so I 
felt really out of the loop and just like left out and was always but I was always kind of third wheeling like it would be them and then just always me just in the background and that's and then weirdly that's how I met my current partner was that Jesse was going out with a guy and um and he was like you've got to meet my best friend like you guys are exactly the same and then met him and 11 years later we're still together so work so being the third wheel worked um so it, it wasn't it wasn't all bad but there were there was a lot of tension for us probably in our early 20s when Jesse just had this rampage of dating the worst people <laughs> and it was, it was just horrible and I think the wedge for us was that I was like I don't understand like like we've been on the same page with everything and the decisions that we make are really similar although we've always kind of had different tastes in guys which probably helps but I was like I like you're with this person and I don't understand because he is awful mm. and and like I I don't get the appeal I don't get why you would do that and that's why um when Jessie sort of first mentioned that she liked Luca I was like no <laughs> you've blown up so many things by like your terrible choices you are not allowed um and it took me a while to come around but um but yeah I feel like it drives a a bit of a wedge when it's you're having experiences that you can't relate mm. with like that that Jesse was like I don't get what it's like to be in a long-term relationship and I was like I don't get what it's like to date a guy who's clearly currently on drugs like I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you're doing that oh my gosh that doesn't seem fun <laughs> Do you know what's hilarious? Because before we spoke to you guys, we were trying to work out, uh, this might sound, oh no, you guys will get it, but we were trying to work out who's who in terms of like, is Jesse more like me, Amy, or is Jesse more like Kate, or is Claire like Soph? And I thought, Jesse, this is Amy, I thought, Jesse, you were me, but now I've heard it, Jesse, you were Kate, because yeah, Kate gave yeah. me an absolute in dickhead. And Soph and I were Claire in this situation, telling Kate, what are you yeah. thinking? And the worst thing is, because you're so close, you don't sugarcoat it. You're like, what on earth are you doing? This is ridiculous. This guy's an asshole, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel, exactly. I feel for you, Jesse. And, <laughs> oh, and, and it's like, okay, I'm clearly having a self-esteem crisis. Yes. And <laughs> I'm very lonely and it's easy for you when you're like long-term happy you know how people in long-term relationships it's like don't you ever give me advice because you don't know what it's like out there like (laughs) this is the best I can do right now (laughs) (laughs) and um Claire was just like oh my god I have no idea what's going on but I think it was hard as well because I felt like I was losing my twin because she's growing up in this direction with Rory her partner and they went off and lived in Boston for a year and I think I probably felt very left behind like Mm. um I thought we were a duo and now it's you and Rory and um I kind of feel like a blow-in uh but it's been actually a really good dynamic now with Luca I think like the four of us are very close and it works which probably should have been the test all along yeah (laughs) I love that you guys I can just imagine all the double dates because like our boyfriends get dragged along to do everything with the three of us so it's always like six of us like putting up the Christmas tree all together and the boys are just sitting on the couch like bored shitless and we're all like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so and they can also like bitch about us too like because 
we have such irritating qualities. It's like they can really bond <laughs> over that. Like while we're, you know, doing our makeup or something before we go out, they can sit there and just kind of list off the things that are annoying about us and we don't get offended because it's like, no, it's it's fine. You know us well enough. Yeah. Now, Jesse, I once heard you say on an episode of Mamma Mia that you and Claire won't stop your conversation if someone needs to go to the bathroom or have a shower. <laughs> Are there any other things that you guys do that might raise some eyebrows to non-multiple birth children and people? I think the one that we, we were talking about recently was we will be um, – having a fight like I'm pretty sure we've had a fight today Claire like we were getting annoyed at each other and just yeah you're not doing enough of this or whatever (laughs) this is so refreshing then then actually it was something that happened on Instagram and I was like well this is the most important thing I've ever seen and so I have to take a screenshot and send it to Claire and be like okay pause the fight leave that (laughs) I think I feel like I feel like I know what the screenshot is as well but we yeah oh yeah you would you would (laughs) (laughs) that I was just on that and I was like, everything needs to stop. I was like, I nearly pulled over my car. I was like, I just need to debrief on this. The way Jesse was talking about it was like, this is breaking news. This this is incredibly important. Everything can wait. Like this post has just gone up and I need to check if the other person has replied. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I know. So we haven't got back to our fight. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't think I don't know. We'll pick it up next time. We're irritated <laughs> yeah. at each other, but it's like we have a real sense of of what's important. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad to hear this because our boyfriends don't get it because we will be having raging arguments. You'll be, and for some reason we always try and call mum to be referee, even though we're 32. Yes, and mum's just like, can you just deal with it? You guys are like adults. But then something will happen, aka a screenshot photo, and everything will stop. <laughs> yeah. Everything will drop. And then the boys are just like, what is going no, on? But you know what's worse? Because like, cause there's three of us. Because you guys wouldn't have to go through this. We gang up. So like, yeah. you'll, oh, you'll think, yes. you know, like Sophie's on my side and then she goes on Kate's side oh, and yeah. it's just this mental warfare. Yeah. It's awful. I yeah, you guys have to get along, don't you, at the end of the day? Because it's just the two of you. There's no yeah. one else. Like, it's, it's so it's, true. Yeah. And I find that like Claire will say something and I'll be like, to Luca, I'll say, Claire just called me this. And then we kind of move over from the fight. And it's like, what What Claire said was very hurtful. And I'm like, no, it's not. Don't yeah. talk about Claire. Claire's my sister. Like- that is so true. You've got to be kind of careful what you say because I'll be like, God, Kate was a fucking bitch. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, sorry, I'd probably bleep that out. But I was like, oh, gosh, see, this isn't like Dale's going to think she's an awful person well, that's if thing I can because we, We've learned that with another partner, Sophie, one of Sophie's exes. I think she used to bitch about Amy and I all the time. And we realized, nah, you don't carry it on with the partner because then they end up hating the siblings. Mm. And it's like, we'll, yes. we'll have dropped it. Yeah. And they don't get that you don't actually hate your sister. You're just debriefing. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Every now and then, like, my partner will, like, be almost quite serious about something to do with Jesse, And I'm like, what's your problem with Jesse?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, just stuff that you said. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I love this. It's so, it's so good to hear other people saying this because I feel like when you're a multiple, it, people just don't get it at all. Mm. What about no. What about at work? Like, what is it? Because Soph and I, we run a business together, so we, we understand. But what is it like for you guys? Do you see a lot of each other through the day or how does it work? Not so much now, but we did. We used to, when we lived together and kind of that was probably the first three or so years at Mamma Mia, we would um, – get up, kind of get ready, uh, usually go in with Claire's boyfriend because the three of us live together. So we'd go in together, get a coffee together, go upstairs, 
usually sit kind of near each other, go and get lunch <laughs> together. Um, like it was just so close. And we actually, we were arguing a lot at that time because it was like you'd argue about the straightener and then it would become about <laughs> the story and then the issue because Claire recently was the editor-in-chief and I was um, the assistant head of content, I think. So in terms of the running of an editorial team, Claire was above me and could say like, Jesse, I want you to do this. And that would cause issues and then we'd, you know, fight out of work hours about it or whatever. But it's an enormous amount of time together, whereas now, because our hours have sort of changed and we're in and out of the office, it's exciting with the podcast because we're like, oh, for that hour, we're really excited to be in a studio together, like making each other laugh. That's what we love doing. Mm. And it's kind of more, more special now because we're not spending every waking hour together, I think. That's really that's so good to hear. Do you guys fight though in the podcast studio, or is it because yes. people are around? You're like, oh, oh, oh no. Yes. We, I reckon we had a fight. Do... Yeah, we had a fight a few weeks ago. I think like maybe I wasn't in the right mood, and Je- and we got out, and Jesse just like yelled at me and was like, "You just weren't in the mood. You just have to fake it." And I was like, "Well, you said something mean at the beginning, and then yeah. I wasn't in the mood. And then you weren't across. We, just... we had to record something at the beginning, and you weren't across it. And I got really snappy at you, and then you were like, "Don't be rude." And this is all on mic, like yeah. we're recording it. And I'm like, there is definitely a bloopers reel of just like Claire and I petty fighting for three hours that we should just release one day. Oh, I'd be up blackmail. I have anxiety every time we release a podcast that somehow we've accidentally left a raging argument in it. Like I'll have to get up and like listen through. I'm like, oh my God, like one day it's going to be left in accidentally and everyone's going to hate us. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And hear what we're really like, how we really speak. (laughs) Jesse, didn't that happen to Out Loud once? Yeah, it did. They accidentally uploaded the raw file and not the edited one. Oh, my God. And do you know what it's like? Like sometimes when you're choosing a topic or you're um, talking about something particularly sensitive and you go, oh, that's not the right word, and Mm -mm. you go back and fix it, um, we're so careful. And so it it came out. Luckily, it it was okay, but we were like, there are days where if you got the raw audio it would not be good oh, <laughs> like you'd, yeah nightmare. you'd be whinging about somebody so or like yeah yeah, yeah. Or, you, or you might say like <laughs> exactly. you know if you're talking about something obviously the way that you might describe it to someone else might not be the way that you sort of talk it through on a podcast like do you know mm, yes. you'd be like oh it's this and-, and, I, and I think people don't get how podcasts work that there's so much editing involved that people would find it really funny you going from just chatting to then like professional voices like I just think that would exactly. be exactly yeah. And when it's just you in a studio with with the two other people or whatever, like, you know the context, you know the stories of the people in there. When you get onto a microphone, you have to consider the stories and the context of every single person listening. So an offhanded remark or a word could be incredibly offensive to a listener. Yeah. And you've got to be thinking in the listener's shoes the whole time in a way you don't across a dinner table. Um, mm. And so we have to... We're really, uh, we've gotten a lot better at calling each other out in a really polite way, just like, oh, maybe don't say it that way or Mm. that sounded like you were a little bit flippant of blah. Mm. Um, And we know that it's in the best interests of of us. And also we never, ever would want someone to listen to a podcast we make and feel worse about themselves. Like you've got to be so careful. And honestly, like 
I mean, we've all read people's podcast reviews. People can get angry over anything. So you always oh, you always oh. just have to think, oh, gosh, is this going to be offensive? Well, you've got to take him with a grain of salt. I mean, I say that Sophie. despite the fact that I read all of the bloody comments. And so yeah. literally, like, it will be 11 o'clock at night. I'm in bed just trying to, like, settle down for the night. And I get this screenshot from Sophie and I'm like, oh, God, what is this? And she'll be like, lovely review. And I'm thinking, is this sarcastic or genuine? And I open it and yeah. it's just some, like, horrible, like, abusing us. I'm like, oh, fantastic I just can really fall asleep now <laughs> yeah that's what our mum did to us recently she was like oh people are very nasty on the cancel group and I was like why are you reading them and she just yeah. kept sending screenshots and I was like mum I made a choice not to read them and she was like this one's very mean and I was like stop it <laughs> and then she's like how do you respond to these and I'm like you can't <laughs> that's you like, have to just let them lie you our mum our mum always makes up an excuse as to who it must be she's like oh that must be one of the influences that you spoke about we're like mum I actually yeah. think it's just somebody that doesn't like the podcast well I heard that your mum got quite outraged because wasn't it recently like you guys thought your whole life that you were fraternal twins and she was getting quite defensive over that in the in the Mamma Mia group wasn't she but then yeah. you guys found out yeah. you're identical you yeah. were identical and mum was like I, firstly I don't care I think this is all very narcissistic but she was like <laughs> she just gets into that group sometimes and again because she's a different generation and there are different opinions and a different wave of feminism and she jumps in sometimes and I'm like, oh, no, what has mum said today? She just like, starts shit. She just like, starts it. I'm like, last name. Can you at least make up a different Facebook name? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I actually, I changed her name on Instagram. I logged into her Instagram and changed it because she kept messaging people weird shit oh, and I was no. like I can't have people know who you are. <laughs> we are so lucky she that... Just- Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, your no, mom no, sounds no, so cute. Broke. We are so lucky that our dad has no interest in our podcast or even knows its name um, because otherwise yeah. he listens to – there's a radio station called um, 5AA in Adelaide and it's all the boomers listen to it. And he is constantly writing in – like negative reviews and abusing all the people. And we're like, Dad, we work in media. Our last name's Torba. That's really not very, you know, yes. no, very unique. Very unique. And he's like, okay, I've started another fake account. And we're like, oh, it's geez, like, Dad. it's like, it's called Concerned Radio Listener. We're like, we think, Dad, they'll know it's you. Um, <laughs> I think and it's like, now you're kind of officially a troll. Like, oh, yeah, it's account. Just to be negative. I know. I told him, I'm like, you should get on Twitter if you want to get into trolling. No, don't even give him ideas. No. I feel like we should probably move on to Christmas questions because this is meant to be a Christmas podcast, but we've thoroughly enjoyed talking all things twins and triplets (laughs) instead. Um, But we noticed a while back, this is really random. I think it was you, Jesse, that you were revealing, like when you're younger, the telltale signs of someone else being wealthy. No, that was Claire. Oh, was it Claire? Sorry, Claire. Jeez, Don't Sorry. mix them up. That Come was on. on TikTok recently. <laughs> Sorry, We've Claire. actually both done it. We've okay, both good. Done it. I did it years ago, and then Claire recently <laughs> did one on TikTok. Yes, and it went off. I very much enjoyed <laughs> yes. that. Yeah, so it's like it might be that you know you've got um, bottles of water in the fridge, etc. Do you guys have any telltale signs of someone being rich at Christmas time? Like, if you're a rich family, what would you do at Christmas, or what would they do? Oh. Sorry. That is so good. That I remember Jess and I having like a breakdown maybe when we were about 18 because throughout like school you're sort of in the same, broadly in the same social class as like everyone around you. But then towards the end of high school you kind of meet different people and people going to different schools and all that. And I remember it was probably the Christmas when we were turning 18 and all these people we knew 
posted photos of their presence <laughs> and I couldn't get over it because I was like, why are there 17? I don't, yeah, I don't understand people who get more than one present. Yeah. Like they, they have all these boxes around them that are <laughs> A, all wrapped the same with bows <laughs> and like they're in, B, they're in like actual boxes. And I'm like, who gift wrapped that? Like we get basically a, you know, pair of pyjamas wrapped terribly maybe in like wrapping paper but more recently because of environmental reasons it's like a tea towel (laughs) you just get given your one thing I'm like since when do people get multiple presents and then it's like oh my god I got earrings and you know I kind of the iPhone 13 a new phone exactly (laughs) how much money do people spend on Christmas I reckon it's the multiple presents that's wild and then also people who are able to like really deck out their entire house. I Mm. saw an influencer the other day like filming like the whole inside of their house and I was like every wall in your house has something Christmassy and that's just so excessive for like you can only do it for a month (laughs) if that. So so I'm like that is just so No, but Claire, remember when we were kids too and we'd go around and drive around and look at the – um. Christmas lights and we'd go to all the rich suburbs which in <laughs> retrospect were not rich suburbs but yeah. it was, look at that house and they had like so many lights and we were like imagine being that rich oh my yeah. gosh Claire and Jesse <laughs> I've, just, I've just realized that our family was a rich family I'm just joking no, we're not a rich family but no. we do, our family just loves Christmas so that's like the one time of oh. year where our parents would like deck out the house with so many decorations and lights look I promise we were taking in like chocolate bars from Woolies to the movies though as well like we, we yeah. weren't okay. really rich we, we weren't rich <laughs> we didn't have a fridge that makes ice or no, anything but like I, that I know exactly what you mean about the when people wrap their presents in a box I saw yeah that um, we did definitely didn't have that I saw was it Saffron Barker was doing that and it was all like oh here's this like Louis Vuitton handbag I've gotten my mum for Christmas as well as 15 other designer mm. things it's yes. like oh my god you've got too much money than cents like this is ridiculous yeah exactly exactly like people who get really really fancy presents like mm. there's no way in our family we were going above about 100 bucks and yeah. normally it was just something mum would just get us something to annoy us like that, that would upset us and then I'd just sulk all day or something <laughs> so, but that, that it was re- not a thing <laughs> sorry that just reminds me our mum one Christmas I think we were 21 22 and she kept pumping up this present like oh you guys are gonna love this and I feel bad because I know she'll be listening to this right now uh, but we did not love it because she um, got our degrees framed like our uni degree. Oh, oh my god! And she was so excited because she was a mature age student and went back to uni, and she would have loved to have hers framed. And yeah, it was oh. sort of she missed the mark a little bit. But oh, I, but it's a very thoughtful. It, but as I a twenty-one year old, you're kind of like Ugh. that sounds so ungrateful. But it just cracks me up that you said your mum would get you things you wouldn't want. I've got to say, do you, in terms of presents, would your mum often buy you the same thing and then tell you you had to open it at exactly the same time? Yes. yes, but like yep. different colors. Yeah. So it's, yep. it is quite lazy. And I think that's why I <laughs> just became vocally critical of any gift that she bought us from about, even last year, I think she got us, yeah, she still gets us all the same presents. And she yep. also knows that if she didn't, I think she learnt quite early on that with twins, if you don't get them the same thing, they're just going to bitch like for the rest of the day about they got more, that cost more, I wanted the red one or whatever. (laughs) Um, So she gets us like exactly the same thing and same with Jack and Nick always has. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because people might not know, you've got two sets of twins in the family, which is pretty crazy. Yes. 
Yes, within we're two and a half years difference. So wow. mum had four under two and a half. Oh. Um, and so, yes, there's a kind of interesting dynamic there because it's like two girls, two boys. Mm. Um, and, yes, it was very kind of similar in terms of uh, trolling us all with gifts. And then I think what she does now is actually buy all four of us exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty she much. Pretty well. Claire, didn't she do pretty well? I think last year she got us all AirPods. And I was like, no. this is the best gift I've ever had. <laughs> no, that was only because it was combined 30th and, um, and oh, Christmas. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh. And then yeah. for the but then she got it for the boys, which seemed unfair because I'm like, they didn't turn 30. Anyway. I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> I think it was yeah, extra this start year. On, on, on the topic of presents, I kind of want to, I'm kind of interested to hear what you guys do now that you're older in terms of like, say you're getting your mum a present. Do you guys put your money in together and buy something for her or do you and your partners buy separate gifts that you give to your mum? Yeah, this was a contentious oh. topic for us. Going together, completely going yeah, together. Every time. Only one person has to, like, deal with the mental load of the gift. And, in fact, we normally go in with all four of us. And so we'll say to our brothers, hey, I'm getting mum this, getting dad an Apple Watch, um, Mm. transfer me blah money now. Mm. And so (laughs) we normally do that for, like, birthday, Christmas, Mother's Day slash Father's Day. And, and then it have, means, yeah, the relation, the the load is shared throughout the year. So it's like you did mum's birthday, so I'll do mum for Christmas. And yep. it means, like, I feel like we then get them better stuff. Mm, like, I yeah. don't know, getting dad the Apple Watch, like, that changed his life. He's just so excited <laughs> about his Apple Watch. We all know and we yeah. could only get that because the four of us went in. <laughs> we all know it's yeah. changed Jesse's life because I always hear about you closing yeah. <laughs> your rings on Mamma Mia out loud. And I'm the same. I'm, I must have them all closed. And I, I always show it, like, Reese, my partner, I'm like, see? It, they're all closed. Hey, no one like, cares about your Apple Watch. No, but Jesse does. <laughs> I do. Jesse does. I do. <laughs> it's so fun. It is so fun. Well, we, we were talking the other day about all the responsibilities on women at Christmas time. And I think we were having a little bit of event because when was it? On Monday, we were just sitting on our computers on the phone to each other, ordering everybody last minute Christmas gifts in the sales. And we were like, oh, so what would Sophie's boyfriend like to give Kate for Christmas and we're like I love that we're having to buy the you know choose the presents for them do you guys find the same that sort of as women we get lumped with sort of all the shit jobs at Christmas yes yeah broadly yes I reckon like we end up doing presents um that we just get our brothers like our brothers do nothing they're just (laughs) terrible I remember last year they bought presents for the first time but it was candles and they they got me (laughs) jesse and mum a candle and then they all had stickers that said that like you got them really cheap for three so (laughs) yeah like 15 15 bucks for three or something yeah and so i'm like mate take the sticker off like but um i do think as well it's some of the the stuff i find harder is the social element of it that i feel like as women you feel the obligation of like making sure that you see everyone and making sure you speak to everyone and that like you see all the different parts of the family and that everybody is getting there okay and everybody has a good time and all of that that I feel like men just show up on Christmas day and have lunch and they're happy like (laughs) yeah I think broadly speaking that's that's the case and even our mum has always done the presents and so that's been kind of modeled and even like you know what you're going to eat or where it's going to be or whatever I think that hopefully generationally it will change but I think definitely for our parents and grandparents it's been the women 
organizing everything and it is just like unpaid labor not to mention the mental load and the hours and hours it takes so that everyone has fun and in fact it's the organizers that have the least fun yeah <laughs> they're stressed. They're stressed don't you love the look of shock on your dad's face when you open a present that's from him and your mum, and he has no yeah, idea yeah. what it is <laughs> and he's like yeah. oh is that, is that what we got <laughs> yes and dad will then give mum a look like we spent that much and it's like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so you can't do nothing and then be and mad then complain. Like, yeah <laughs> well just lastly how will you guys be sending, spending christmas day this year we are going to um so our dad's side of the family um are having christmas at, at our auntie's place and so we have um, our cousin Simon who has uh, an intellectual disability and who is just our favourite person in the entire world. Um, he loves Christmas more than anyone. Aww. So he has a Christmas shirt. He is just like all G'd up. He's got his music ready. So we spend Christmas with him and, and that side of the family um, every year and it's just so exciting because you just know that there's going to be somebody who's going to bring the vibe. Like, like yeah. if you're a bit tired or you're hungover or whatever, there's going to be someone who's like, come on, presents, presents, food, yeah. attention, Simon, music. Simon's mother as well, who's our dad's sister, um, has an intellectual disability and she's been married a few times to a bunch of interesting people and they, some of them don't have anywhere to go on Christmas. So our family has always been the place where you go if you don't have anywhere to go. So oh. it's like in this particular suburb in Sydney, you know, all of Michelle's ex-husbands and <laughs> new wives come. Yes. And, like, one of her ex-husbands' new wives is coming but is no longer with the ex-husband and she just yeah. messaged us yesterday and she's like, where's Christmas? And I was like, hey, Lizzie, have a good <laughs> Christmas. But, um, yeah, it's like, here it is. Like, and how she was are you like, getting can, there? Yeah, she was like, can someone pick me up? And I was like, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, well, we hope you have a great we hope you have a great day. That sounds amazing. I just want to be friends with your cousin. I feel like he he sounds oh, like he brings oh, a good vibe. We get along well, just as yeah. obsessed with Christmas as us. Yeah. yeah. He loves Christmas. He loves musicals. My, I've already got his Christmas present and it's um a big like collage of photos of him at all different musicals because that's his favourite thing. He likes to show people. So got that all sorted um, and we're going to have to get him tickets to something, Claire, because that's what he keeps calling Even though about. we've got him tickets, we're seeing six, the musical on like the 23rd or something, mm. but he just, you know, he's No, he's like, it's not. He more. needs to get some Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. We need yeah. something else. So that's it's what we've got enough. to think about. Which one, yeah. think, which one of you guys is the favourite? Because I know that there's, um, I remember hearing that one of you guys does heaps for him and but. The other oh, one's still the favourite. No, there was, was that right? Did I mishear that? Yes, yes, yes. What happened was during COVID, Claire, like at the beginning, Claire was um, with Rory's family, which wasn't in the vicinity. Like she wasn't allowed to go and visit him, but I was. And so I would go <laughs> and his favourite thing is a takeaway coffee. So I'd go and bring him a takeaway coffee. And then he just got like super like, I love Jesse. And I Aww. loved it. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so... It's, he's coming out of it a bit now, but we would oh. go to every family thing and he'd like stop the conversation and be like, Jesse, how's work? Yeah. And I'd be like, thank you for asking. Aww. Like basking in the glory of being Simon's favourite. It's, it's the best feeling. Even I called him the other day and he was just yelling. He's like, Jesse, where's Jesse? Oh my God. I am speaking to you right now. Like you are so annoying. You know how to win him over? Just bring him some coffees and yeah. surely that will even exactly. up. I it's know, very I clear. Think... It's very clear yeah. how to win him over. Exactly. Oh, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We have thoroughly enjoyed it. 
I know, I feel like we Thank talked for hours. Thank you for having us. <laughs> We love what you guys do and um, keep representing the multiples. There needs to be more of us. Uh, (laughs) We'll write back at you guys. We love your work and thank you again for being on our show.